The Bottom Line Bombs on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona. Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted same game parlays to live in game odds. WinBet's got what you need. Bet $100, get $100. WinBet.com. Download the WinBet app. Start winning today. State restrictions apply. Yeah, start winning today. Also brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Final Four Watch Party this Saturday. Sweat out your bets and win the prizes with Ryan, Sean, and Colby over on YouTube.com backslash Sports Gambling Podcast. And with that, we're back with the new Bottom Line Bombs. Look at that. Got the sound. I'm going to play it again. Got the sound bite on the sound bite. Mm, mm, mm. Wow. Well, welcome to the bottom line, Bob's IFC Day Sub. And that was me double playing my theme song because I finally have it on the soundboard. I don't need that with the. Uh, Ron Rivera. Where is that Ron Rivera? Anyway, uh, I am CJ Sullivan. We are listening to the bottom line bombs. We are listening. No, I'm talking. You're listening. Why am I still all over the place? It is Monday after the elite eight weekend. Um, welcome. If you're listening, if you're watching live on YouTube, thank you. Or Twitter, uh, jump into comments. Have things that I will recap the weekend that was the madness. I'm going to give out some more bombs for the NIT Final Four for Tuesday. Because I know it's Monday afternoon right now, but who knows when you're who knows when you're listening to it. So there's nothing worse than I want to then give out uh, picks afterwards, which I'm realizing is a thing now that I'm becoming a big part of gambling Twitter and gambling TikTok. All the gambling communities that have doors have opened since I've joined the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Uh, it was a great weekend of br- bracketeering. Um, my sweet 16 bombs. If you didn't know, and if you did know coming over, uh, we're amazing. I gave out eight bombs for the sweet 16 for Thursday's games and Friday's games. My last show was on Wednesday. Oh, we do Monday and Wednesday here. Afternoon. So far, that's the early schedule going on for the new rendition of bottom line bombs. And we only went uh, eight and zero. Oh. You like that? You like that? Yes, we do, Kirk. Christian Cousins. We went eight and zero. Oh. Bombs after bombs. We went Florida Atlantic plus five and a money line. You gone? Hurricanes. It was bomb after bomb detonated. So much so. 8-0, perfect sweep. 10-0 in the tally because I threw in some money lines of Florida Atlantic and Gonzaga. Um, so much so that I was told by the boys here, Sean Green, and that I have to make a tout video. So that's what I did on the road. I was in Pittsburgh this weekend. Shout out to the Yinzers at Pittsburgh. I was at the Pittsburgh Improv with the great TJ Miller. We were doing uh, weekend shows, so I didn't really get to see a lot of the games, but I didn't have to. I know what I need to know. I'm like, well, of course. What else would I do than to make a video of cutting up my picks from the show with bomb sound effects, making a little promo video of that of touting myself going eight no because we all know when you go in the feed, you go in a little heater like that. When a man in a box brings the heat, that is a perfect eight no that it'll never go down. You'll that's that's the great thing about. Um, Winning and gambling is that there's no downside to it. There's there's never a flip side to that coin. Once you're hot, you stay hot. And there's never a downside. It's like anything. Drinking, drugs, it's just never a downside. So come on in if you're joining now because you saw my amazing eight no weekend, or if you're looking at Tally site where I was the number one handicapper in the sweet sixteen. With over a 100%, 100% return of interest? Are you kidding me? Oh, that's weird. 
like I said, the bottom line bombs is picks with bits. I bring my bits into the picks. Sometimes they coincide and make for a great system. Like this last weekend. Sometimes uh, they fight each other. But I am the picks. I am the bits. Oh, one eyeballs. Just disappointing. Um, the main one was Alabama losing. That was the greatest. That was the greatest part of the weekend. Easily Alabama losing. Although they are the villains. So we kind of wanted them to go further. NCAA is very relieved that they don't have to deal with Alabama and the questions of the team of murderers. Although they ran into a real prison squad when it comes to San Diego state. We'll get into them later, but San Diego state. Oh my Lord. I don't know if they play basketball, but they, they are absolutely jacked and they play prison rules. Um, so yeah, we did a lot of, uh, <laughs> so you know, it's weird about putting that tout, that tout video of me going eight. No. So the, like I was saying with the post pics, so I put it on TikTok too. I don't know what I'm doing on TikTok. And I'm not, I'm not an old guy complaining about TikTok. I, I'll tell you what, I go on TikTok and I watch it. And there's so much shit out there to watch. And there's some good stuff. And there's bad stuff. A lot of, a lot of TikTok is just, uh, well, it's moms that can edit. that They, they rule comedy, so that's cool. Um, it teaches you a lot of things. TikTok's taught me how uh, mainly hot people don't know how to lip sync very well. They can't even lip sync. That's how hot they are. They're, they can't even bother to move their mouth while someone else does words. Acting, a, just being an actor, a hot actor, a hot actress is dumb enough. You're saying someone else's words. Someone else writes a script and you're like, okay, I'll just say that and I'll be hot and people will want me for that. But at least there's some talent. I guess you emote some emotions. TikTok, these people are just hot and not even saying the words. They're just moving their mouth like a puppet. And they can't even do that right. They're like, ah, these women are just too hot. And their, their times are late on the, whatever the soundbite is. I mean, it's just karaoke. It's just joke karaoke. Jokey-okey. Jokey-okey. Anyway, so I put my tout, uh, I, I, I threw my hat in the mix. I don't know how to tag my show on there. I don't know how to tag the handles. I don't know how to do anything. But I'm doing it. And, uh. So I threw out the video, see if it got some views. I don't know. Some someone got a thousand views. Someone got like two or a hundred. They want the vertical. They don't want the horizontal. I mean, who knows? They used to say never shoot in vertical. Now they say put it in vertical. Here's the thing. Everybody, Nick Vadrot, uh, who's a great comic. He he taught me. He he put me onto this. Um, with the TikTok videos, he says he thinks that's the algorithm. If you go horizontal, where it's black up top, black on the bottom, you know, they don't like it. You'll get nothing. You'll get like 100 views. But if you go vertical, where they, what, what we've been told our entire time not to do, that'll take off. The close-up of the face, that off, it looks awful. But And the reason why they do it, it's just, it's just a petty war between TikTok and Instagram. I'm not even going to get into the hearings of TikTok, which is ridiculous. But the petty wars of... Uh, TikTok and Instagram, it's our, it's our Android and iPhone battles. They have the technology. They can coexist, but they won't because they want their own watermarks. Those TikTok here, I don't even want to get into that, but they are hilarious. It's these senators, they don't, they don't listen. They ask the kind of question and he's, then the TikTok CEO says something they don't listen to. Him. So are you all saying that the, the soundtrack of, uh, Alabama Hoo-Winkle can get into my phone and take all my information. What are you talking about? Is Wi-Fi amongst us? We are amongst the Wi-Fi. I'm just looking at the sound peg. Sound peg? Sound board. And I'm looking at all the things I, I want to do. Um, construction sound. Why would I do that? Tonight's discuss. These are all great. Oh, here. 700 billion and a trillion 300 million. <laughs> that doesn't sound like people interviewing on TikTok. Anyway, the I had a point to all this. The point was I put out my video of uh, recapping my 8 and 0 Sweet 16 picks to, uh, you know, take a victory lap, if you will, probably, and to promote the show. Maybe it'll bring people in, and then they're going to be sorely disappointed. Not, not only when the record gets much worse. But then when they realize it's not just straight up picks, it's me 
rambling about incidents in an elevator. Um, someone already commented. So I, I recapped all the eight pictures. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, boo, and the bombs, 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 bombs. Gonzaga, plus two. UConn, minus three and a half. Because it was them versus Arkansas and Gonzaga versus UCLA. And the guy puts in the comments, Gonzaga lost. And then someone, like, replies underneath it, LOL, yeah, they did lose. People are like, fuck, these people are... And I can't... You don't want to get angry. But I can't help. I can't help but get angry at anyone online (laughs) that has a dumb comment like that. It says sweet 16 picks, okay? By the time you saw it, yes, they lost to UConn. But if you notice in the video, I had Gonzaga plus two, which was not the line versus UConn, and my next pick was UConn minus four. So how can I pick them both? You fucking... (sighs) Getting upset. I'm getting upset already. I'm just hitting... I'm going to hit sound bites all day. This is going to be a terrible, terrible show. That is a disgusting act. (laughs) Joe Buck. He's great. Um... So I'm angry. I'm like, yeah, I try to explain it to them. They don't reply back. Or they'll be like, yeah, you say you lost. You try. Like, that's how I would try to fucking. Oh, my God. If I was trying to fool you. I wouldn't just try to make up results of the games. I would change my results to whatever happened in the actual game. I wouldn't be like, well, I'll just say Gonzaga <laughs> won, even though they didn't. Which I did have in Elite Eight. I did not do great in Elite Eight, but uh, we'll get to that. Um, let me do a quick ad read, and then uh, when we come back, we'll get into the show. Um, not going to talk too much about my eight, no, although I should. It'll be it might be the highlight of my life going eight no over Sweet Sixteen. I'm getting thanks. I've been getting texts from people I never heard of for heard in wild years. The way to go on the eight no, terrible, and everything else you've done in life. I was doing stand-up comedy in Pittsburgh this week, and I'm telling people on stage that I went eight and no, and that and that's what I got applause for. Nothing that I would tell on stage, just joke-wise. Um, but you know, that's how it is. Anyway, let's go to WinBet, the official online sports book of the Sports Gaming Podcast Network. WinBet's now active in Massachusetts and tons of other states. March Madness is here, and it's wrapping up. So many ways to bet on the dance, though. Set up today. Sign up today. Receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100. Of course, for DigiEngs only, if you hit the biggest long shot probably of the week, you get $1,000 free credit. So much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to winbet.com or download the WinBet app. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older present in the state where playing through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, and you do, you are the person with the gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700 if you think that's a problem that needs to be fixed. Personally, I think you're fine. At least wait till after the show. Uh, also, SGP Masters. You want to hang out with Sean Ryan at Stadium Swim in Circa? Watch the biggest golf tournament in the world? We can win three nights stay there. Hang with the guys. Contest completely free. Just enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash golf party. If you don't win the contest, you can still get a discount in the room using a promo code SGP15. Final Four Watch Party is going to be a virtual hangout with the guys on their YouTube channel for the entire Saturday The Final Four action. Live bets, prize giveaways, and much more. Subscribe to YouTube.com backslash sports gaming podcast. Be in tune in on Saturday. That's uh hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Um, that's gonna be a great show. That's at uh Pasadena, right? I'm not, unfortunately not going to be able to go to that show. I'm also I'm in, out of town at the Springfield, Missouri next weekend. I would much rather be at the Ice House at the SGPN Final Four Watch Party performing for you guys as well. It sounds right in right, right now. I'll be perfect for it. But this gig was, uh, you know, can't cancel the gig. This was booked before that happened. Before I knew there was going to be a Final Four. <laughs> Just kidding, of course. All right, let's get into um, <clears throat> the games that did happen last night. That's fresh on our minds, the Elite Eight games. Uh, after the 8 no Sweet 16, and now, we have, now we're down to the Final Four. Yesterday's two games were both controversial, I think. Yeah, UConn-Gonzaga was uh, Saturday. That was a blowout. 
you knew that was gonna. You just fucking knew that was gonna happen. As soon as Drew Timmy got in foul, he got in weak foul trouble, ticky tack fouls, but it wouldn't have mattered. Then they sent him back. At that point, just play him. I like Jeff Van Gundy. That's what he was saying. Understand Van Gundy? I mean, he's like, just play him. Who cares? If you, if you sit him out, you're gonna get run out the building, which is exactly what happened. I like. That's the one thing I do like about the coverage, the TV coverage. I don't like when they put Bark. They just force Barkley and Kenny Smith onto the panel shows to try to lighten it up and make it humor. And they don't watch college basketball all year, and you could tell. But they don't. You know, they're not supposed to. But I do like about. I do like that don't care attitude that comes with it. And that's what Stan Van Gundy brings. So he doesn't care. He's just like, what? And like, he, 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 his criticism, he's hilarious. He's like, you're going to get killed, Mark Few. What are you doing? Get him in the game. Like normally people who have to interview these coaches and like live with them and part of the job would not do that, would not criticize like that. And he did. But he's doing it as a fan. And he's a fan. And I, you can tell he's kind of a fan. He's funny. He's like, don't read those Wendy's ads. It makes me hungry. Like, he's, you know, he's, he's funny. He's a good, he's a good personality. I say that because this is my <clears throat> theme for the game that happened yesterday. The San Diego State Creighton game mainly, which San Diego State won 57-56 in a horrible. as a defensive game, if you want to call it that. It was also a pretty bad offensive game. Uh, but it came down to a call at the end. It was tied up 56-56. And a foul the second to go, which was barely a foul. Guy got his hand on his hip. So what? So what? They weren't calling shit like that all game. It was just like the Super Bowl. They weren't calling this all game. And then at the end, the referees decide, oh, yeah, that's right. We're, I forgot. We, we're supposed to do something here where everyone hates us. Let's, let's do that. Why aren't we supposed to mess up this game? And they did. They called this foul, take attack foul. And then people who argue for the foul... You either had San Diego State on a bet, which is fine. I don't care if you did that. But what I don't like, which has been happening, there's the same thing with the Super Bowl, with that penalty. People defend law and order. They're defending the law. When did we become so joyless as fucking fans? We're all hall monitors and Karens talking about the letter of the law of fouls. And penalties. <laughs> well, the letter of his head is on the hip. You know, even the guy who shot the ball, who hit it for San Diego State, he's like, yeah, it didn't affect me. Whatever. I wouldn't have called it. But, I mean, it's not his fault. The ref calls it. He just shoots. He plays basketball. The referee's call. But d- defending the letter of the law. What the f- What? <laughs> Why did you become so joyless? What about a, having a real ending to the game? Maybe that my only defense for that referee calling that is that he just wanted this game put out of its misery. He's like, I cannot, none of us can take five more minutes of these two teams jacking up bricks. They were five for 30 combined from three point land. Like Creighton was winning, but they, in the game, they should have, I mean, you can't say they should have won, but they had a lead that you would think would have been good enough, but they couldn't. Neither team shot 40%. It was just that no one could f- fucking score. This San Diego State team, they are absolute prison ball, though. <laughs> they are hilarious. They're just j- like 80s jacked, like steroid fucking Venice Beach jacked. I don't know if they play basketball, but whatever it is, they're going to get Florida Atlantic and run for money. But it's just... Uh, but I, but I just can't let it like, yeah, no, that shit had been a cut. Like, whose side are you on? They're just contrary. Like, I don't know. We used to support. We used to, we used to, uh, we used to have, sports used to be about fun, is what I'm trying to say. It used to be, um, people, yeah, no, let's have a fun ending. Let's make it a show. No, literally, you can't swallow your whistle. And it's not like, like I get it. If someone hacks the guy, yeah, call the foul. That's that. Because I do like when they say, well, you got to let them play. Well, letting them play doesn't mean let them cheat. You know, refs have to ref. But to call a fucking tic tac like that, and for people to be like, just the word of the letter of the law. Who, what? Who are you, these hall monitors that report other people for crimes against companies? <laughs> Oh man, we need to. They, these refs just fucking. They decided they wanted to get in there. 
Sports Gaming Podcast Network. He wants to know if this is the eight. Yeah, this is the eight no guy for people in the commenters. That was that was handled at the top of the section. We moved on. But thanks for joining the team for the eight and no. If you're a new fan for the eight and no, like I said, there's no way to go down from there. We all know through gambling that once you go up, you you stay up. And it's a ride. Come on in. No one could possibly get hurt. <laughs> Let's just say thank God I didn't have a show for the uh, before the Elite Eight because I had Texas and Creighton yesterday. Texas, that's a funny thing. So everyone. Everyone was defending the call in the fucking Creighton game. Yeah, I've cursed there because uh, it got a little personal because I did have Creighton money on. Um, oh, before we get... <laughs> I didn't say the ref didn't want to put that game out of its misery. How about the play before, though, how Creighton tied it up? That was amazing. <laughs> State <laughs> up to inbounding the ball off a timeout. Then he... It wasn't just a turnover. It was like a pass to the Creighton guy for, for the layup to tie it up. He throws it underneath the basket. Like it was almost an alley-oop out of a timeout. And then that would have been hilarious if San Diego State just would have called a timeout right there, like right afterwards. All right, that didn't work. Get back in. Huddle up, boys. Timeout. Dunk for Creighton. Timeout again. All right, wrong team. I just, That's the problem. I designed to play for the wrong team. So then he got bailed. they got bailed out. San Diego State with that awful call, and it was an awful call. And if you and if you defend that call and did not have money on San Diego State or a fan of San Diego State, then you have no joy in life, and you are a socks on, lights off, missionary style, vanilla pudding kind of a guy. Anyway, uh, or gal. Socks on socks action. <laughs> I'm going to get into more soundboard. That is a disgusting act. Now, the last thing you want to do is give me a soundboard. I'll tell you that much. Um, anyway, let's move on from that. But that, that. So, San Diego State will be going to the Final Four, and they will be, I think they're playing Florida Atlantic. But the other game I lost yesterday was Texas, and I had a, man, I had a nice Texas out of the region future ticket, Texas championship ticket. They were, they were it looked, it looked like the only team that could beat UConn. They blew a lead to Miami. Now that, now that foul at the end, they're not calling. They're not talking about it as much because of the Creighton foul. But that was worse because the Creighton foul. Okay, you can at least do letter law. <laughs> Fucking the Miami one, so it's tied up. Rebound. Guy goes over the back. Obviously over the back. And he was just about to call it, but then they reversed it. Because he flipped over because the guy boxing him out, boxed him out too, too, too long. And he like flipped over because he was in the air and it was like dangerous. Fuck you, it's dangerous. Don't leap your feet like an idiot and jump over my back. What did he do wrong? He did nothing wrong. He boxed out a guy climbing over his back, which is a foul. Yeah, he flipped him over. So what? You shouldn't be jumping off your feet like that. So that was an insane call. So that was not even literal. Now, now you're going to bring safety regulations. That doesn't seem like they're making it up as they go. Good Lord. And then they got to review that and switch that over and bring Gene in and tell the announcers and everything's just an explanation to the announcers. That's what the one shining moment should be. All tournament is just Gene and the referees at the monitors. Balls are tipped. Anyway, that thing, uh, the Texas one really. That that upset me even more. I mean, that didn't upset me more. That I landed, actually. I didn't see it. I didn't see it live. I watched it afterwards. I was on a plane flying back from Pittsburgh. I left. They were up 13. Thought, well, there we go. Wrap it up. Shut it down. Read a book. Had to read a book. So I was flying Spirit Airlines, and there was no Wi-Fi on Spirit. No monitors. No, they have Wi-Fi. You gotta buy. It. You gotta buy everything. You gotta. Buy, you gotta pay for your fucking arm, not an armrest. Your arm for just for your arm to be on the plane on Spirit. Anyway, I'll get to that in the Man in the Box segment later. We'll talk to Man in the Box. Um, we did letter the law. Texas Miami. Um, let's show Jesus, please. Is the show already dangling? The show's already getting away from me time wise. I don't think I've talked about anything. That's that. Welcome to the bottom line bombs. That's what I do. I don't talk about anything. And then next, you know, it's an hour. 
Um, so yeah, there were, there are great games. We'll get into it. Um, we'll get into the final four that, that it is, uh, well, let's talk about a final four right now. No. Yeah. Now I'm going to read through these rad reads and then, and then we will get into the final four. Cause I want to get these things out of the way. All right. I want to talk. About that. That's is that what the is that what the corporates want to hear? I want to get this out of the way. Now I want to get this in the way because you're very important to me. Underdog fantasy. Um, yeah, that's what we're brought to you by. They continue their March Madness college pick them. It's a great way to get in on the action, especially if your bracket is busted. And 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 whose isn't right, guys? I mean, who at Florida Atlantic? You should have. Warner at the one. UConn was, they were 20 to one before this tournament started, which is pretty crazy. It's great the way to get in on the action. Plus, Underdog Fantasy is your favorite college basketball player props. Great NBA and NHL daily. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN. Thanks for watching live on YouTube, by the way. I'm, I'm actually thanking, I think I'm actually. Graver uh, <laughs> the other room. But thanks for watching. Make sure to smash that subscribe button and like this video on YouTube. If you are watching on YouTube, I just said the tweet. The Twitter video is weird. I don't know. How does Twitter not know how to do the video? But they don't. Um, but yeah, make sure you do like that. It's a brand new Bottom Line Bombs YouTube video. I'll talk about that as well. Subscribe, smash, like it. Five stars. I've been doing. Um, uploaded a couple shorts. That's another thing. The 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 YouTube shorts is a way to. Uh, that's like the new Instagram reels. Instagram reels. When they were trying, I talked about the Instagram TikTok battles of 2022. Now in 2023, <laughs> where so Instagram try to compete with TikTok. This is why they got mad at each other. They did their algorithm where, and that's why that's why in Instagram we see every stand up you ever follow doing crowd work reels. That's all you see, is because they had an algorithm where it would just shoot it out to everyone. It would get thousands and thousands of views, no matter what, no matter how many your follower count was. So it was like the Wild West, because they just wanted to compete with TikTok. They're like, bring it to us. We'll shoot. We'll shoot your terrible video out to everybody, like it or not. So. That's stopped now. That, 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 that gravy train's over. And now YouTube Shorts, which is trying to get off, trying to get in their hat, throw their hat in the old minute-long video game thing. Um, that's what they're doing now. But uh, there's no rhyme or reason to it. So I threw a couple men box clips, promo clips out there, and I got like four views, seven views. Then I threw a thousand. Then I threw the eight and no one out there, and I got over a thousand. Like that. Then I verticaled one the other day, got six views. I'm like, hey, let me take that down and put it down, put it out right horizontal. Thousand views immediately. A thousand views immediately just by changing from vertical to horizontal. But a TikTok is the opposite way. Horizontal's bad, vertical's good. I mean, why do they have to fight? And why do I have to know these things? I'm just explaining. Now I'm just an old man talking about how I hate how I have to add it. It's ridiculous how what we have to, especially as comedians, as radio hosts, as podcast hosts, whatever, promoting our stuff. I mean, there's, you can complain about it. I'm just, I, I'll complain about it. I'll complain that I'm not as good as kids. Of course, of course, kids aren't kids are better at technology than we are. That's the way things go. The way we used to make fun of our parents for VC, they wouldn't know how to, to program a VCR. Well, these are our VCRs. TikTok's my VCR. Or YouTube shorts algorithms. Good Lord. What happened? What happened to me? Who knows? All right. I can't get in more letter of the law complaining, but I will. I won't. I'm just saying. Enjoy the games. Don't talk about the letter of the fucking law. Now we have the final four. Uh, I think it's a great final four. People are complaining. People are complaining about this madness. The whole, this whole March madness is hilarious. One, they're complaining that it's not... It's been an incredible March Madness. The games have been great. There's no more buzzer beaters because they got rid of that with the decimal seconds and the clock stopping automatically, but... I heard someone saying, is it even worth it doing brackets anymore? Yes, you do brackets. Yes, it's going to be busted. No one knows what's going to happen. You can't use this one year as an outlaw, though. 
I don't think it's an outlier. I think this is the way it's going to be from now on, especially with the NIL money transfer. Miami, the Miami Hurricanes, God bless them, they are completely bought. <laughs> but they're open about it. Like, yeah, we buy every single one of our players. They're all transferred in and they're all paid for. Top dollar. And there they are in the final four. Good for them. Um, Lagunitas, Laranitas, Lagazuma, Laraja, whatever that coach's name is. He's awesome. Took George Mason to the final four. Took Miami to the final four. He Everything he does is brilliant, in, including um, almost losing to Drake in the opening round. He did that as strategy, you know? Just uh, <laughs> give them a scare so they'll be on the verge. Once you get that scare out of your way, you can just go on your run. And that's exactly what happened. They should have lost to Drake, but they didn't. Um, Texas coach, Rodney Terry. God damn it. He, uh, oh man, I feel bad for him. They did choke. They were up 13, but Miami was hot. They shot 56 fucking percent, even though Texas shot. I mean, whatever. Texas, I want I t- money on Texas. And I had future tickets on Texas, but you can't root for Texas. The fact that they haven't made this guy the head coach anyway, he's the intern coach. He stepped in for the whole Chris Beard situation. We went over that last week. Chris Beard's fiance called in a domestic violence and then said, Will hater. Didn't realize I was going to lose money with this deal. Maybe I, maybe he didn't hit me. Yeah, too late. You call the cops. Anyway, uh, so this guy steps in, does an amazing job. He's crying for the players, but you know, you know, Texas, they don't want to, they don't want to give him the job because he is black. Anyway, that's how Texas works. I think that's, I think racism is uh, rooted in a lot of these reasons why people aren't liking this March Madness as well. People are liking the March Madness. They don't like this Final Four because there's no blue bloods. Like we, they, people are complaining that it's a bad Final Four because there's no one, two, or three seeds. It's San Diego State, which is a five. UConn, where are they a four? I don't even know. Florida Atlantic is a nine. And Miami is whatever the fuck they are. They're a five as well. Um, so there's Cinderellas, and Florida Atlantic is the Cinderella this year. We weren't even in basketball. They made the tournament once. And they were like a 15 seed. I don't even know if that's a real school down there. There's a warehouse or something down there. But Fort Atlantic is the Cinderella team this year. And that's what people don't like. Yeah, they like them, but, you know, they're not white, is what I'm trying to say. People like their Cinderella's white. It's because of who? It's because of the fucking movie Hoosiers. They want, you know, they want your uh, Fairly Dickinsons, and you say, but but they don't, you know, they don't like uh, Labrador Chocolate Labs. They like Golden Retrievers, if you know what I mean, for their dogs. It's because of the goddamn movie Hoosiers, but it's great. These teams are great. J. Crom KC says hi, CJ. Welcome to the champ, J. Crom. Um, I could put you on there. I could just put. Well, let me show this one first. That's <laughs> what I should do. Wait, is this on? Yeah, this is on. Is this the eight no guy? And then I'll put this in there too. Oh, look at that. Some comments. Um so yeah, so they want we want like not we. People want their fairly dicks. If they if they want a Cinderella, like, yeah, we want underdogs, but like, you know, ones that look like us that are kind of like we can rally around and aren't actually good and aren't going to go into the NBA afterwards, you know? Florida Atlantic is just, uh, they're an underdog that we just didn't care about. But they're all good players. My <laughs> And people that want blue bloods, they couldn't name, they, like, oh, where's Kentucky and, like, you know, UCLA. You couldn't, they couldn't name any players on any of the teams anyway. They're the new, the casual college basketball fan, which I get. But you can't complain about these other teams going, being in there when you don't know players from the good big teams anyway. It's not like the old Kentucky teams, that, like, you know, with Antoine Walker, Ron Mercer, Derek Anderson, shit like that, where you knew all the players. Now you just know Kentucky. Why well, know Kentucky? Because like, it looks like, you know, like Kentucky and Calipari and UCLA and other the jerseys. Hello, JC from KC. My point is, 
it's a fine final four. It's four good teams that are going to play and they're going to play good. At least it's not Princeton or Fairleigh Dickinson. Cause that's the last thing you want in the final four. There's nothing worse. Cause you the making the run to the final four isn't the same as going through and winning a championship. Rarely does the, the Cinderella go finish off that next weekend. Not since uh, 85 Villanova, I would say just cause that's what I say. Um, but getting there, you know, they can, you can do a run and get there, but once you get there and then you get to the football stadium, they play, you know, it's, that's usually when those things get embarrassed, but these teams won't Florida Atlantic, San Diego state. Like I said, it's just gonna be a prison ball match. Those dudes just do preacher girls. I mean, just power lifters. That'd be fun. That line we'll, we'll preview that. I'll give you my final four picks on Wednesday's bottom line bombs. Wait, we'll get the NIT final four in, the, in a second. Just want to wrap this up. Miami might have a chance against UConn. I don't know. UConn is just, whew, oh, we'll get to that. Jordan Miller yesterday, seven for seven, 13 of 13 from the lines. Um, yeah. What's, what's the time? What's the time limit? Jeez Louise. This is all. I, I let so many things go away from me. It's Randall Cunningham's birthday today. Happy birthday. 60 years old. You want to feel young? This is a joke I try to do. You know those, you want to feel old jokes? <clears throat> Randall Cunningham, well, probably one of my heroes growing up as a kid in Philly area. Weirdo. Watched the Randall Cunningham show on TV. It was a, it was a Randall Cunningham show and then the Buddy Ryan show back to back. And the Randall Cunningham show was definitely a uh, cookie cutter. And then, um, you know, highlights and him being into himself. And then the Buddy Ryan show was just a straight up fucking talk show. Where Buddy Ryan was hilarious. He was talking about like Iraq and shit. He's <laughs> like, bomb it, turn into a parking lot. Like, what? What about what about the Giants this week? Oh, yeah, bomb them too. We're gonna fucking beat the Giants. Also, Saddam Hussein, make that a parking lot. Dear Lord. Anyway, happy birthday to Randall Cunningham, who lives and resides and went to school in Las Vegas, as my buddy Sean Cole would say. Personality, Las Vegas. Hometown, Las Vegas. This was hometown, born, Las Vegas. Hometown, Las Vegas. Personality, Las Vegas. That's what he used to say about Steven Jackson, the old running back from the Rams. Um, I love Randall Cunningham. Anyway, 60, 60 years old. Hello, Doc. 91-yard punt. Versus the Giants. 95-yard touchdown to Arkansas. Fred Barnett versus Bruce Smith. Had the rushing record for quarterbacks till uh, Vic broke it, and then I think Lamar Jackson just broke it. Lamar, that Lamar Jackson story. Be, I'll talk about that on Wednesday as well. I don't, want, I don't have time to get into it now. Through a trade proposal. Those leaks are coming in. Whatever. <laughs> they come in late. The guy offered a trade proposal. Yeah, no one's straight. I mean, I guess they will because hopefully he does get traded. We won't, won't want to see him play. But the way he's leaking and then he's launching websites and like he's like, oh, this guy will be representing me. He's not representing me, but he does own this product that we are business partners in. What? Who is teaching you how to promote something? You're Lamar Jackson. You're not a shyster on the boardwalk selling sell those sham wow. <laughs> but he's like pitching products and shit. Like it's fucking <laughs> shark tech. Well, since I have you here, let me show you this great invention. Dude, you're Lamar Jackson. You just be a superstar quarterback. Anyway, that's how that happens. Um, so let's get into the NIT. Let me let me give out a couple detonated a couple bombs here, real quick, to detonate it. Because as we know, we went eight and no. On the uh, Sweet 16 selections. Thank you for all the comments coming in there, Jay Cromwell. Excuse me. I went one and one in the NIT selections uh, last week. So technically, we're nine and one. The new rendition of the bottom line bombs in the NFL offseason, we're nine and one since we've relaunched. Uh, pretty good. Pretty amazing. And if you go to tally sites, you can see I was the number one picker for our set. Uh, let's see. All right. So. The game we lost was Wisconsin. We won North Texas and we lost Wisconsin. They beat they beat Oregon somehow. So now they go to the uh, Madison Square Garden tomorrow night. Tuesday is the Final Four for NIT, which is always fun. Like I said, the 
Madison Square Garden should be where the NIT Final Four is. That's great. That they it means something to them. The families from Wisconsin and North Texas can go there and Utah Valleys. They go there, they see Times Square, they have a vacation. It's a whole thing. But they also had the bracket games here recently with this Florida Atlantic and Tennessee and shit like that. And they're like, uh, that's when they talk about the most famous arena in the world. The lights are bright. And as predicted here, yeah, it's only the most famous arena in the world because you don't shut up about it. You're New York. New York doesn't stop talking about how famous New York is. And that's what's going to be. Were the lights too bright for you, Florida Atlantic? No, it wasn't. And they won. Anyway. Uh, but for this, this makes sense. For the NIT Final Four, this is fun. Families get to vacation in New York and get robbed and complain, go to a show. What's better than that? Um, so now we have the combination of these. The first game is North Texas versus Wisconsin. North Texas is one and a half. Money line's 126. Over under 115. That's hilarious. I was, when I first came, when, I, when these people match up, and North Texas Wisconsin, I'm like, oh, I'm going to play the under in this game. And then the total came out to 115. 52 and a half for the first half line, which is an amazing, amazing number. 52. That's 26 a piece. Oh, it's a winner, actually. So but I'm like, yeah, I want to bet the under. You ever you ever do that? When you see like, oh, I can't wait to fade these guys or hammer these guys. And then, then the line comes out. And you're like, oh, turns out uh, Vegas was also watching this game. That's that's when I throws a monkey in a wrench. Damn it. I was hoping Vegas skipped this game and wouldn't know that both these teams can't score or play de- play slowly. But nope, they were watching. All right, Vegas, you got me this time. So I will not be playing the total of 115 or 52 and a half. Although, I mean, it's making me want to play the over just for the hell of it, but I'm, I, you can't. You can't with these two teams. It's going to be a brutal, brutal game. So we will, uh, but I don't know. Wisconsin does care. And a lot of times these big game, big teams Oh no! Wait, I didn't like how their coach complained about how there was only three thousand people at their game, and they do play on the road. And uh, I, I'm going to, I'm going to trust. Although you should see what you, you should judgment on judgment. You should judge on what you've seen recently, especially that you can't. But I'm going to look at the full body of work with Wisconsin, especially being on the road, being absolutely terrible. And this is even though this is a neutral court game, but this is more of a play on Conference USA. Being uh, unbelievable. They only get one team into the tournament every year. This year, it happens to be Florida Atlantic, who's in the final four. But all they do in other tournaments, they do is they dominate. They have two in the final four here in the NIT. How are they not getting more than one team into the tournament every year? They get no respect. So I'm predict. So I'm going to start right off. We're going to go with the money line since it's 126 cause just because just because Wisconsin, they're, they'll badger you. They're so annoying. They're so white. And they will badger you in the way they play and the way they cheer and they show out. and they, they'll, They're they not afraid to win by one, lose by one. They If it's one and a half, they'll slip under that number. They'll lose and still cover plus one and a half. That's kind of, that's kind of jerks those badgers are. So with that saying, we're going to double it up. We're going to do minus 126 money line. North Texas, our first NIT bomb. Detonate it. Bomb it. Which is leading to the second NIT Final Four game tomorrow night, which I really like. And this is UAB Utah Valley. Utah Valley has been a team that's been great all year to bet on. Their against spread has been amazing. Um, we bet on them. We took them to uh, get there, to get here. That was a win. Um, riding them in this tournament. But UAB is a different beast. UAB, I mean, for God's sakes, they were the team in the Conference USA this year. They were favorite over Florida Atlantic in the Conference Championship game like three weeks ago. Two weeks, whatever the hell it was, three weeks ago. They played each other in the championship game. How does UAB not get in a real tournament? This is ama- It's unbelievable. Florida Atlantic should have been a fucking four seed. Why am I cursing? 
because I'm getting ready for a man in a box coming up. That's why. Anyway, UAB is minus three. It was like two. It's going all the way up. 155, 151 and a half is the total. So this is, this is going to be a much more fun running game, obviously. Much more up, up pace. Um, but yeah, this is this is the this is gonna be uh, this this is the theme for the NIT, which I'm going with the no respect conference USA. So I'm gonna I'm not gonna tip my hat for Wednesday's final four in the big tournament, big boy tournament picks yet, but uh we are gonna go with UAB minus three. This is my favorite play of the two, and uh I like this one a lot. I think they're gonna fucking well, I mean you I like Utah Valley, but I just UAB I think UAB is a real team. I mean, they should like, <laughs> they should be like a top, they're a top 20 NCAA team. They could be in the lead eight in this storm. They could be in the final four. They're just as good as Florida Atlantic. You got no respect. Anyway, detonate UAB minus three for the final four in a team. Bomb it. Also, uh, over under during the UAB Final Four in Madison Square Garden, how many times the announcers like, want to tell you how the NIT used to be the major tournament and until the NCAA took over and did their thing because of the money. But that's what the tournament that people used to, the rich history. How about the words rich history? What do you think the over under is that going to be said for that? Um, sorry, I want to. Uh, I want to hit all these sound bites just because I'm getting. Uh... But then he pulls out and and it's just hard. <laughs> There's a lot of things sound bites with Troy Aikman saying uh, sexual innuendos. I think it's on Instagram and a lot of things going on. It's just because he's concussed, or I think he likes it. It's also his kind of humor mixed with concussions. Anyway, so that is um, the two uh, two NIT bombs to tap off my. Picks after going eight and zero in the Sweet Sixteen. People were saying after I go eight and zero, we'll make another video for the Elite Eight picks. Get those out there, and that's now. First of all, now only bad things could happen. Um, but that's the difference between your pros and your Joes, your sharps and your squares, or your Steves and your Eves, and your Adams and your Eves. Um, <laughs> people love saying that. The sharp report, the public report. I have a complaint about that as well, by the way. Should I lock into the box? Let me lock into the box. We're going to get into the box here as we're going to wrap up the show here. The bottom line bombs. That used to be a thing. Fade the public. And I'm like, oh, the public's all over K-State. 90%. I don't believe any of these things anymore. Where are they getting this information from? And they're saying the public. Already the public, the final four bets. The public's not betting the, that night, the day of. That's what dirt balls and tracksuits look to. People look like me. I live in Vegas doing that. Sharps, us, the gens. Full de- oh, I think I fell for that. Um, you know. SGPN. No, I'm not doing that one. Uh, <laughs> what did it do with the gen? Hashtag Dejans only. Yeah, there you go. Okay, those are the ones who are getting the early numbers on those games. I don't think they're moving much. Um, anyway, the point is, did I have a point? I never have a fucking point with these shows. How long am I going? Oh man, this has been going on forever. Time to wrap it up. We got to do some man in the boxes. I don't know what I really wanted to talk about. There was a couple things I wanted to talk about. I was going to talk about Kanye Kanye West. How about that? That was, that was a fun thing to come back to on Twitter. What he's speaking of Instagram. He posted on Instagram that he doesn't hate Jews anymore because of Jonah Hill. He was watching 21 Jump Street, the reboot and I guess he enjoyed it so much that he doesn't like that. He still that he like goes back to liking Jews. Doesn't hate Jews. Thanks, Jonah. My man, Jonah. <laughs> oh, that was pretty funny. I mean, he's problematic, obviously. Uh, all I gotta say is, don't, I hope I hope Kanye doesn't see any interviews that Jonah Hill does, because if he catches one of those, he'll go right back to hating Jews. Right back to it. Because he's insufferable. Good for Jonah Hill. Good for Jonah Hill for uh, <laughs> turning the rapper's mind around with anti-Semitism. No, I don't. I don't enjoy Jonah Hill. Every one of his fucking interviews, he's just a ridiculous, ridiculous fucking person. Oh my god. <sighs> I don't. 
I don't want to get too. I don't want to get too. I don't want to get too manity boxy about it. Um, I do want to talk about this though. Airplanes. <laughs> oh, I forgot to fuck it. Also, if I go off on Jonah Hill too much, people say, "What well, are you just jealous? Because you look, you look like Jonah Hill, and yet you have none of the success he does." Yeah, probably a little bit. Why not? But God damn it, his interviews and body shaming and fucking and his hair and his just everything is just so. And a fucking show, his therapist gut. The fuck. All right. Hmm. I also had a couple uh, situations yesterday. The airport. I was leaving, going to the Pittsburgh airport. One Uber I called. This guy comes in. He pulls out. And he's in front. Not even waiting thirty seconds, and he peels out. Those are you tried to flag him down. I was coming out, waiting for my bag to come from the hotel. Like, yeah, buddy, Jesus, wait on. He goes, well, you see, all right. And he stops. He's kind of angry that he had to stop for me. He's got a Jeep Cherokee. I go around the back. I open up his fucking trunk to put my bags in. He's got all kinds of shit in there and clothes and whatever. And he gets out furious. Like, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? He goes, what's wrong with me? You see him grab another man's trunk like that? Like like he's a random guy. Like I didn't, like, yeah, I, I know you're not a person. You're an Uber driver, right? You're, I mean, you're, this is your job. I'm not, uh. Making this up. Right. There would be something wrong with me if I just opened a random guy's trunk. Not the guy who was hired to give me a ride to the airport. This is where things go. I thought you didn't want, but he obviously had something back there he wanted to hide. Anyway, he's like angry. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to ride to the airport with this fucking guy. The guy who just peeled out after 30 seconds and then screamed at me for opening his trunk. You are coming out to fucking open it. Anyway, I'm like, just take off, dude. And he didn't put up a fight. In his defense, in his defense, he didn't even charge me a cancellation fee because he knew, all right, this is just a bad situation. So then I call, call another guy. And this is an old grandpa guy. You ever get these old grandpa Uber guys? They, shh, that's the situation. Gonna get those white Uber drivers. You know they're gonna be chatty. He's just a grandpa who wants to talk, and he's talking. And I hate saying I'm gonna. Whoa, where are you going? I'll let you live. A good place to visit, not live. Yeah, that's where I live. Oh, I, I don't know why I said that because usually when I'm on the road and I, I don't say I'm from L.A. because the people can't, Americans can't handle it. They have heart attacks. Like, oh, homeless fucking lip time. They go nuts because they're especially older because they're fed by Fox News. But I just said it, whatever. Now he's just talking about the homeless. No, <laughs> these people know nothing about the situation out here. But whatever, I let it go. Anyway, he his Uber app wouldn't work, so he's like, I'll just call Uber. I'm like, call Uber? What? Speaking of programming a VCR. So now he's driving to the airport, and he's got customer service of Uber on speakerphone, and, they're, and he's talking him through how to get, get the app situated. What? I'd have to listen to it. I couldn't believe it. I was like... I wanted to help out, but I was listening to. Do- <laughs> okay, I'm doing that. I'm seeing that, but no, I need to go to the airport. I just want to get make sure this guy's some money. Okay, you're done. Enter, enter a number. Like, you know, it took him 20 minutes to get it to a person. Now I got to hear him complaining how you can't talk to a person anymore. Which, all right, that's fine. Can you handle this afterwards? <laughs> I did. <laughs> I knew it was gonna be fun. As soon as he came to, as soon as he came to pick me up, he asked if he can go to the bathroom. Yeah, go to the bathroom. He goes, right, okay, it's got to pee. Perils of driving, you know. It's I'm sure he has to do it every 20 minutes. And then I got charged a fucking waiting fee. I'm gonna fight that, even though it's a dollar seventy-five. He went in to pee. I had to wait for him. I one guy peel out, and this guy I got to wait for him peeing and fucking figuring out tech support. Oh man, that's I don't even know if that's. Eh. We can still go. That's not even what I talk about. So anyway, so get to the airport. Get to the plane. This is what I wanted to talk about. Not even those Uber drivers. <laughs> or Kanye or Jonah Hill. Got them all over the place. I'm sorry, guys. That's what happens. You go eight and nine. You do the road. You just get back. Uh, took LA to uh, 
Pittsburgh is impossible. You can't do it. The only one who does a direct flight is Spirit Airlines. And I won't make hack jokes about Spirit, even though I did at the top of the show. You know the deal with Spirit. It's a roll of the dice. It's not bad. Some, usually it's, pretty, it's, it's fine. As, even as uh, Grandpa Uber driver told me, hey, they're not trying to... <laughs> They're not trying to crash like anyone else, right? They're all trying to not crash. Yeah, that's not the uh, what I need to hear about it. But yeah, right. That's not what people complain about. They don't think Spirit Airlines are going to crash. It's just uh, whatever. I will say this though: he is he is right. They're all the same airplanes, like from the sixties and fifties. They all need upgraded. It's just advert. It's just advertising. But here's the thing: and Spirit Airlines, it, it, the seats aren't whatever. They're just like every other airline. Every other airline is they cramp you in and they try to make as much money as possible now anyway. And they and everyone is so fucking everyone is so tense on planes nowadays because there's so much unruly behavior going on and videos. It's nonstop videos of passengers freaking out and getting in fights and fighting sewers and getting carried off planes and being tied up. And we get mad at each other. That's what they. That, that's how they fooled us. The airlines have fooled us to hate each other. Someone reclines their chair three inches back into your face, and you're mad at them. You're, like, you're the most inconsiderate, rude person in the world. I, f- I feel anyone who removes their seat back at all is rude, even though that's what the fucking seat's supposed to do. That's why there's a button to recline it. But you can't have these seats that recline and still have them packed in like sardines because they're not spaced out the way they used to be. But instead of getting mad at these airlines who pack us in like this shit and try to squeeze every dollar they can, we get mad at each other for reclining a seat three inches. That's how they get us. And now, all my, my entire goal is just don't go viral when I go on an airplane now. Now there's a hundred people or whatever trapped in this box. This guy, and we're terrified that we're all lunatics and all on edge. And when we land, there's this guy. I always say there's half the plane remains seated when it lands. Half the plane crams the aisle like at the Travis Scott concert. Stumbling and falling on top of each other. But then uh, I had this guy in my row who wants to talk to me once we land. We had five hours to do this. Now he wants to start a conversation? No. Not at all. You coward. You know, is LA home for you? Is it blah, blah, blah? What do you got going on? What do you, what do I get? What the fuck, fuck you? What do you mean? Well, we had an agreement, I thought. We did a flight, no talking to each other. Now you want to chit chat? What do you want to learn in this little quick power interview or speed dating or whatever the fuck it is? I think, and I, when I realized I was, I was mad about that, but now I've realized that's what it is, is that he wanted to talk off flight. Cause he's, dude, people who do that are talkers. There's some people who chit chat or some people aren't. It's fine. Whatever. I'm not gonna get mad at you for that. Even though it's annoying. But with all the tension online on the, in the airlines now, with all the uh, you know the viral fighting, getting removed from flights, and all that shit, what's that done? What that has that's uh, handcuffed the chit chatters because they don't know who the fuck they're talking to. They could be having a Travis Bickle or some crazy maniac, so they have to wait out the entire flight before they can start a conversation. That's what it is. Once they land, now they can be like, okay, now I can start the whole, oh, do you have somebody picking you up? Is there business here? Are you going to see a show while in town? That kind of whatever the fuck he wants to say. But he can't do it once in the air because what if I'm a maniac? We all could be. We're packed in. I'm paying for, I'm paying to bring, It's how is it more expensive to put a bag, to carry on a bag than it is to check it too? That spear pulls out somehow. Good Lord, did they charge you for things. Is Pittsburgh home for you? Fuck you. How about that? Oh, man. That was unnecessary. That was really... that. I, I was just forgiving him because... Of the, I was just saying, I'm just saying we should be blaming the airlines, but we can't. And that's the other thing. We just need someone to yell at. And the airlines don't let you do that anymore. They're like, ah, oh, not right. I can't do it. You got to talk to them. Them? You are them. 
So you got a fucking thing on your shirt that says that to me. Is that your pronoun? Anyways, um, all right, that's gonna do it for. Thank you very much. I'll swing back to the wide shot. This has been the Bottom Line Bombs. I am CJ Sullivan. To recap, two NIT bombs for the Final Four tomorrow, Tuesday, 28th. North Texas, money line minus 126, and UAB minus three versus Utah Valley. And get it all championship conference USA. I'll be back Wednesday for my Final Four bombs. That'll be fun. I'll do two, both games, maybe some props, some totals. Um, of course, there's the uh, watch party next weekend. Which I will try to be a part of online, but I won't be there live. Uh, make sure you subscribe to this YouTube channel. Hopefully you're watching it on there now. I, gotta, I don't even know how to do that. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like, smash it, subscribe it. Five star if you're if you're listening to on Spotify or iTunes. Five star, give a review or once whatever. I don't care how many stars you give it, but just do something. Let, no, let me know I'm alive. You know, I'm not just screaming into this box, bombing my jokes. And of course, they bomb. The bottom line bombs, the picks, they bomb. The jokes bomb because it's just me in a box talking like that. I love it. I can hit that sound bite all day. Anyway, um, yeah. So, like, subscribe to the YouTube channel. That's all the plugging I want to do. I'll be back Wednesday uh, to continue on my 9 and 1 bombs. Hopefully, we'll get to 11 and 1. All right, guys. Thank you.